We continue with our examples of why organization is so important to getting things done. We start by using the purported words of President Franklin Delano Roosevelt in this regard. Nothing happens by accident in politics. If it happens, you can bet it was planned that way. Quite simple, really, and quite logical. Yet if one tries to point this out, he's called a conspiracy theorist. That is, unless it's a conspiracy from Russia on the Republicans. If it happens in politics, you can bet it was planned that way. What is planning? Pure and simple is organization. It is not done over the Internet. If it were, the left would fail because they would be exposing their plans. True, they use the Internet to get more people out into the streets, but that's not where the planning takes place. Where and when a demonstration will be held, what the basic theme of the demonstration will be so that they can prepare the signs and placards that will be used, all of that is done by the organization behind the scenes. And this has always been the case. The same is true of any program or agenda item of the left. The Marxists plan what they're going to do and then they organize it behind the scenes. Sometimes it involves using public demonstrations. Other times, a stealth operation, never seen by the public, utilizing their organization and its influence behind a curtain of secrecy. By utilizing their organization behind the scenes, they can create great smoke and mirrors. What seems to be spontaneous from the people is actually the Marxists. Meanwhile, the conservatives are caught off guard and are wondering how we're heading towards more and more socialism. Think about it. In a free and independent country, why would citizens be calling for more socialism? They're not, but it's made to look as if they are. The left gets their minions within community action organizations to pressure the legislators, as well as the influence they have within certain business associations and a myriad of other groups, many of which are not very large at all. Let me give you an example. The city I grew up in had supposedly a sizable left at work there. For instance, there were five organizations which constantly were able to get their opinions expressed in the newspapers and on local television news. Yet these five organizations all had the same physical address. They used different post office boxes to make themselves appear to be independent. They even had the same person who answered their telephone at their primary location. The officers of these organizations had a revolving letterhead of sponsors of about two dozen people who trade jobs every year or so, which also changed the names at the head of their letterhead. It was rare that anyone noticed. The membership of these organizations combined could didn't amount to that many people. What made them so successful was how they organized and how they utilized their sphere of influence. This allowed them to appear greater in number and as if they were five different groups. It was organization, pure and simple. Yes, they could rally anywhere from a dozen to a hundred people for a demonstration at any given time to fill the screen of your local TV set on the news and give them credence for their positions they were pushing. But that was it. On occasion, they could gain more attention if the issue was a hot one, but generally they were, they were few in number. They knew how to organize and spread their influence well beyond their numbers. We have to do the same thing. This can and should be done through our ad hoc committees. 
We have the Support Your Local Police and Keep Them Independent Committees and several other agenda items that build public support. The John Birch Society is a grassroots organization based on a concerted national program. As a result, we've been successful in slowing down the Marxist on several occasions. Of course, we realize that without the help of the national media, it all falls back on organization. It is the one ingredient the left has that we do not, not even the help of the so-called conservative media. For instance, when have you ever heard on conservative radio and television the idea of supporting our local police and keeping them independent? When have you ever heard of the idea of getting us out of the United Nations? These two being essential to the preservation of American liberty. Yet through organization, we've been able to educate the American people to the point where it's become difficult to nationalize our police and give more controls to the, to the UN. Have we been completely successful? Not yet, but America is waking up and the society is growing faster every day. Let's keep the momentum going. The question now is, can we grow large enough in order to get the job done in time? In the matter in which we operate, it's not that noticeable since we are not the type of organization that promotes public demonstrations or any situation that could possibly lead to confrontation and possible harm to the participants. But we do know that our work averages out to where one member of the society influences a hundred people in the long run. Do all you can to point out that we have a real organization organized all the way down to the local neighborhoods all working together on the same things at the same time. Point out the victories at the same time as a result. We just need more pullers at the oars.